We are live. This is Fresh Off the Grill Podcast, your main number one podcast for all the MMA news. We had a boring week in football, so we're not going to talk about it. Slash, the Patriots had not so good of a game. Well, that's not why. It's because of the big UFC event. UFC 244, the 500th event. Pretty big thing, so we're going to focus mainly on that. That, and I also ate myself in a food coma, so I really couldn't pay attention that's to the game. That's every time you get free food. There was a lot of free food, though, Rob. Jesus you should have seen the spread. You sound like you're a 40-year-old man. There was Italian sandwiches. The spread was fantastic, Barbara. Tur- turkey sandwiches. There was cheesesteaks. There was dips. Multiple dips. Tons of dips. So many dips. Soft candies. Charcuteries. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Charcuterie charcuteries. A charcuterie board's the, like the meat and cheese board. I'm just going to call that crackers and cheese. Charcuterie? All right. We're going to get into a little bit of a recap for UFC Fight Night 161. Maya versus Askren. First fight, you got Muslim Salikov defeating Loriano Steropoli by decision. It's a decent fight. Next fight, you got the heavyweight. You've got Cyril Gan defeating Dontel Mays by submission in the third round. I thought this was a pretty good fight for heavyweights. They both look pretty athletic given their size. Gunn rains hooks down on May's face, narrowly escapes the first after eating a clean flying knee, hurt him with a liver kick in the third, and then takes him down and submits him with a heel hook with 14 seconds left. Well done, Gibb. Thank you. All in one take. You'll never hear the other ones. Third fight of the night, you've got Benil Dariush defeating Frank Camacho by submission in the first round. Yeah, it was. this one was like really just straight textbook. Dariush picks him apart on his feet and takes him down for a level change, takes his back, chokes him out. In the co-main event of the night, you've got Stevie Ray defeating Michael Johnson by split decision. Again, Michael Johnson, He kind of he's the most hot and cold fighter in the UFC, I think. He has really good performances. He goes and beats frickin' Tony Ferguson and Dustin Poirier. And then he goes to lose to Stevie Ray and Darren Elkins. I thought you reserved that title for Ovin St. Preux. Oh, yeah, I did say that about maybe, him, too. Maybe there should be a hot-cold match. Yeah, they're separated by, like, four-way classes. It's fine. It's whatever. Fine. <laughs> he'll, <laughs> eat, he'll eat a big meal right before, like, four courses. He'll get some charcuteries. Just call it cheese and crackers, boy. No, it's that's a good word. You should expand your vocabulary. No, we're not cultured like that. Okay, okay, okay. Fucking Ritz crackers and some goddamn Cracker Barrel cheese. There was no Ritz crackers to be found. There, were, there were Wheat Fins and Trisket crackers. Whack. You fucking get Ritz crackers in that bitch with cheese. And now in the main event, we've got the Strikers Delight, Damian Maya, <laughs> defeating Ben Askren by third round submission. Maya pieced up Askren in the first. His striking looks a lot better now, I think. I just think it looks a lot better in comparison to Ben Askren. It, but even Askren was surprising with some of his dirty boxing. Yeah, but dirty boxing is different. That's just where you get a hold of the fucking guy. <laughs> He's trash. This motherfucker. Literally pull someone's face into your fist. He looked like one of those toys we used to have in the 90s where you pull the string and they fly up and spin. 
and then they fall to the ground like a piece of shit. You like that that uh, the like really bad spinning back fist that he tried to throw. That he I tried a couple of back fists for some reason. And they spin it, nigga. They spin it. Just bad, bad attempts. Maya basically just outclassed him with his reversals. Anytime Asker would take him down, Maya would get into a better position. And then we saw him take it in the third with his Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's just more skilled. Askren's really only good if he's on top. He was exhausted, too. Just the fact that he had to stand and trade at all got him exhausted. That's not how he's used to training. That's not how he's used to fighting. He's also very muffin-topped. That He really would need to condition if he wants to continue to actually be effective in the sport. He can't rustle-fuck everybody to death. He just looks like shit. He's probably in great shape, but... His striking is trash, like horrible, like beyond bad. Like it, it looked even worse than this one because he was forced to stand and trade. Yeah. But he's trash. He's thinking about retiring. After two losses. Yeah, but that's also after being undefeated and thinking he was the best in the world. I would like to see a rematch between him and Robbie Lawler because I think Lawler got robbed in that fight. He did. So. He definitely got fucked. I would like to see that fight be made, especially like, how are you going to leave after two losses, <coughs> Rousey? Yeah, well, she didn't even talk to the media in between losses or after her losses. She just peaced out. At least he's vocalizing with the media. He's letting everybody know how much he thinks he sucks. Yeah, he had, he did. Talks about how much it sucked getting knocked out and now how much it sucked getting submitted. <laughs> I mean, what is he going to come out in the press and say? No, that it's great. Actually, you don't even know how great it feels to be need in the face within like three seconds and getting KO'd yeah, it's by little... someone that's much bigger and stronger than me. He's not bigger, Big, just better, stronger and cooler, more athletic, more bad motherfucker ish. Yeah, he fucks more mothers. He fucks way more mothers than Ben Askren. Fucking corny. Well, anyways, now we're going to look ahead to the big UFC card, their 500th event, UFC 244. Such a special event that Buffalo Wild Wings is coming out with its own sauce for the occasion. So good. It's the baddest motherfucker sauce. Is it? What is it going to be, really spicy? It's like mango habanero mixed with ghost pepper mixed with some other spicy shit. It's going to be hot, and I'm going to try it, and my asshole's going to hate me for it. But these are the sacrifices we must make. In order to be a badass, your asshole must burn. Yeah. you. There are sacrifices to be made. And your asshole is one of them. Yeah. I'm fine with that. In the first fight of the night... We've got Kevin Lee taking on Gregor Gillespie in a dangerous fight for him. I'm going to go with Gregor Gillespie in this one. I feel like it's a pretty easy pick. He's 13-0. and Young kid. Better wrestler. He's going to wrestle fuck this shit out of Kevin Lee, even though Kevin Lee's huge and a wrestler himself. Unless training at TriStar with GSP has helped that much, I don't see him winning this fight. He might not be able to handle Gillespie's rhythm. I don't know if GSP has prepared him for this. I don't think he can prepare him for this. How's, how's his jujif shoes? It's not very good. He's been submitted a couple times. Second fight of the night, you've got Derek Lewis taking on 
Blagoy Ivanov, Ryan's favorite fighter because of his chest hair and how ugly he is? I think we've used some of his stuff in uh, outtakes. Yeah. I'm going with ugly, hairy guy, Blagoy. I'm going with Derek, my balls was hot, Lewis. My man. His whole Instagram page is people getting hurt, and then he he captions it as, he's okay. <laughs> and then he talks about wanting to eat Ronda Rousey's ass. I mean, if that's what he's into, man. He did that right after he beat the shit out of her husband. He's like, where Ronda Rousey fun ass at? She need a real man. Just after knocking out her husband. He's a class act, Rob. I thought it was pretty funny. Third fight, you've got Steven Thompson taking on Vicente Luque. I'm going with Steven Thompson. I'm going with uh, Vicente Luque. He's coming off a four-fight win streak. Uh, Thompson's, I think his last couple he lost. I think he lost his last two. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go with the streak, to be honest. His last one was bad. He got knocked out by Pettis pretty badly. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I'm going off of. In the co-main event of the night, we've got Kelvin Gaslam taking on Darren Till, who's just moving up to middleweight. I'm going to go with Kelvin, and that's going to be Rob's lock of the week. I'm going to go Kevin uh, Gastelum, too. And that's Gabe's double lock of the week. And now the fight everyone's been waiting for. That once it got signed, no one knew we wanted this fight. And once it got signed, we were like, oh, shit. That's a great fight. Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. And I'm picking Jorge in this one. I'm picking Masvidal as well because... I just think he's going to be a more composed. He's more going to be. He'll stick to his game plan more than Diaz will. Diaz gets in there and he lets his emotions get involved. I'm just going East Coast over West Coast. Fuck that West Coast shit. <laughs> so Biggie over Pac. I actually go Pac over Biggie personally. So do I. But and then this is going to be a belt that can never change hands, right? This is a one-time. This is thing. a one-off thing. This is for the baddest motherfucker belt that. The Rock is going to put around the waist of the winner. So fucking cool. The actor? What do you mean? <laughs> He's The Rock. I know, I know, I know. There's only one Rock. Well, actually, there's many, many Rocks in there's, the entire world. There's no other Rock. Those are ca- lowercase R's. Oh, not capital R Rocks? Well, yeah, this is for the baddest motherfucker belt. It's essentially just a big-ass trophy or medallion. Cost fifty k to make the winner gets it. It's not being defended. This is this is such like a WWE type scam. Pride did the same shit. Pride used to give big fucking four foot ass tall trophies. This is fine. This is just a big ass monumentous belt. It's not like it's a real belt. It's just a big ass trophy worth a lot of money. <laughs> is that gonna show up in their little stat things in the bottom corner? Baddest motherfucker. It should. If you're the baddest motherfucker, you got to let people know. And it was Rob's idea that because of this special momentous occasion in UFC, mixed martial arts, what have you. This goes down in the history of not just MMA, but the world. <laughs> I don't know if it's that fucking serious. It's fucking huge. Um, we're going to go through 
each of us ha- has composed a list of five uh, baddest uh, motherfuckers. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. And this, this is our own list, excluding Nate and Jorge because they're fighting for it. This is just who we see as bad motherfuckers. However you define that, that's up to you. I, I put mine, I, at first I was just going to list them at random, but I'm actually putting mine in, a, in the row just to make it more neat and compiled. What was your mindset? How did you go and pick a bad motherfucker? What made them a bad motherfucker to you? Uh, different things for different people. At first I went for, with the first couple that came to mind. I wanted to pick some new, some old, um, and I wanted to pick a varying of, because there's some fighters that are less successful in this list, but I just think them to be bad motherfuckers. I have that too. I just, I put bad motherfuckers on that because their mindset, how they're always kill or be killed. Yeah, that's a that's a big point. point uh, that is a big portion of it too, is that they will, from pretty much... You'd have to be able to willing to fight pretty much anybody and, at any weight, and I feel like you almost always want to kind of go out swinging. Yeah, I mean that's that's how I kind of put it too. You want to start off with your number five. My number five, I felt like any of these lists would be invalid. Speaking of the Rock, without a Samoan, so. My number five is going to be Mark Hunt. I thought you were going to say Jimmy Superfly Snooker for a second. <laughs> yeah. Fucking giving the coconut drops off the top ropes. That is a good one. I like Mark Hunt. Uh, I've always thought he was just a... He's a cool fighter, and he's been in some slobber knockers. He's obviously not the cream of the crop. He's also got that those walk-off KOs, which makes him a bad motherfucker. You just drop a dude and then already have the confidence to know he's out and just walk away. That is pretty bad. I feel like he's definitely higher on my list just because I like the guy. Yeah, he's a likable dude, except when he's crying about steroids. Just let them all do it. Well, if they're going to do that, I feel like there should be a separate fight league. Like maybe... Yeah, it's called Pride. I was going to say Neo Pride, like bring it back. I love it. My number five was Chuck Liddell. Yeah, I definitely thought about putting him on the Chuck list. Chuck Liddell in his heyday, he was a badass dude. He was like a quiet assassin. He just showed up, knocked dudes out, and then went home. And now he just shows up and acts like he's fighting for his life while he's watching fights from the stands. He, he's got such a bad case of CTE. There's but definitely something wrong. There's with something him. wrong with him. He's got early onset dementia, Parkinson's. He's we, fucked up. We saw him walking around in, I think it was Mohegan Suns and it, the, Foxwoods. Foxwoods. And yeah. he seemed like he was shit faced. Yeah, he was fucking stumbling. I mean, he, he could have been both. He looked like Michael J. Fox. Seriously, seriously bad. And then we're like, oh, hey, Chuck. And he's like, oh. Like, all right, dude. <laughs> Who's your number four, Gabe? Well. While we're on the topic of pride, I picked Dan Severin as my number four. Did you too? Fuck no, I didn't pick Dan Severin, that old piece of shit. (laughs) Why not? Because he fucking sucks. (laughs) Why are you hating that much? I, I don't hate him. I just think he sucks. 
I wouldn't call him. The only thing bad about that motherfucker is that Tom Selleck ass Magnum PI mustache. He's trash. Um, I wanted to pick uh, pick an older fighter from uh, the Pride days. I mean, I don't even know if he fought in Pride. He didn't fight in Pride. He fought in the UFC. I don't know if he fought in Pride. He definitely fought in Pride. Do you want to look it up? No. I want. Okay. Well, I wanted to pick an older fighter. Yeah, that's was fine. The whole point. That's fine. Um, I just don't think he's bad. I mean, he's bad, but he's not bad. I think I probably pick it more based on his persona after he stopped fighting. I liked his whole... Um, he still fights. What do you mean, stopped fighting? Who am I thinking of then? No, I'm thinking of Don Fry. Th- okay, that makes more sense. Because <laughs> Dan Severn is that fat old dude in black swim trunks that used to wrestle fuck people to death. <laughs> I'm thinking of... I'm, he trained Don Fry. I'm thinking of Don Fry. You know what mixed me up is the mustache. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay, thinking of Don that's Fry. that's fine. I'll let that slide. I was, <laughs> I was getting ready to call you this fucking stupid. <laughs> Lee Bean knocked that motherfucker out. No, I'm, I'm thinking of Don Fry because I, I specifically remember him fighting that giant Japanese guy and beating the shit out of him. Yeah, that's fine. I'll give you Don Fry. That's a good one. Don Fry sitting by his fire drinking some scotch, telling his, his uh, lady to make him a drink. Yeah. He's a badass. He is. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry uh, for the for the confusion. I'm keeping all that shit, and that's not even going in outtakes. <laughs> My number four is Donald Cowboy Cerrone. He yeah. he's a bad motherfucker to the point where it kind of hurts his career. Sometimes he'll take a fight on a week's notice against anybody up a weight class. He doesn't care. It does detriment to his career sometimes, but he's a badass dude, whether you like him or not. Yeah, he just had an upward slope and then a, a loss. He fought some killers. So There's nothing you can really do about it. I feel like he, he never really overcomes that. He always hits a peak and then fails right before like a title shot or something like that. He He's another good pick, and I definitely thought about him for the list. My number three is Dan Hendobaum Henderson. All right, that's a good one. I like that one because he was the first one that when we started watching that I felt like he didn't give a fuck. He would fight yeah. anybody. He fought at heavyweight, light heavyweight, middleweight. He was the first dude that I remember that you would call him on on short notice, and he's probably gonna step in for that. He's fight. a badass. He fought. I think he fought both Nogueira brothers in Pride. He fought Fedor in Strike Force. I think he yeah. He's fought in three different weight classes. He's a badass. My number three is Robbie Lawler. He's also fought in three different weight classes. I think he fought at 170, 185. And he's fought at light heavyweight before only because they asked him to. He never, he didn't even weigh one, I mean 205. He weighed like 196 or some shit like that. Held the title in two weight classes? Elite XC, he held the middleweight championship and 170 in the UFC. So, yeah, 185 and 170. Yeah. Um, also a great pick. Um, my number two spot is going to go to Anderson Silva. He spent way too much time on the top and way too much time clowning people while knocking them out to not be considered 
one of the baddest motherfuckers in the sport. That's not a bad idea. I left him off my list because he had a couple of dud fights against Damian Maya, Talis, Ladies, and Patrick Cote, but he's he's definitely a bad motherfucker. He's up there. He's definitely the baddest dude in the middleweight division has ever seen, probably. My number two, Nick Diaz. The older brother. I actually was considering putting him on because especially when we get to talking from this, from Jorge Masvidal and Nate Diaz. There's no way I couldn't put Nick on this list. It's hard not to. He's a badass dude. He gets, not even because he gets in those street fights, but he's just, I don't know what's up with him. There's something wrong with his mindset. He doesn't think like a regular person. He fucks shit up. Like he goes in there to cause trouble. Train by day, Joe Rogan by night. All day. <laughs> Stockton. He was just ch- when he fought Robbie Lawler. Joe Rogan tells this story about how he was standing across the octagon from him, and Robbie was just they were doing the introductions, and he's just screaming Stockton, motherfucker, Stockton, for no goddamn reason, and Robbie's just like, what the fuck? What do you mean for no reason? You got to represent Rob. Yeah, but f- why? Why do you have to scream that at your opponent like he has something against Stockton? My number one comes with a caveat. It's a woman. No. They're dead. John Jones on cocaine. All right. I like that. Because the only way he is the baddest motherfucker is when he's doing drugs and running down pregnant ladies in the road and just being an all-out bad guy. Before he did this fake nice guy bullshit, he was the well, baddest motherfucker Well, on no, the he started out with the fake nice guy bullshit, and then the bad guy started to leak through, and then he just kind of embraced it. That's what he needs to do, just embrace the asshole. And people will love you for well, it. I'm saying when he was doing drugs and shit is when he was the most dangerous. He's still... Let's be real. He's still doing coke. He's still the, the best fighter in the UFC in all time. I think so. But we just haven't seen him being impressive lately. And it kind of takes away from In his, terms of him, he's hasn't been that impressive. It takes away from his whole... Whoa, what mystique? Way. Yeah, his mystique, definitely. Yeah, because he was crushing dudes on his way up. It's just now he's kind of decisioning people where it looks like he could completely outclass them and destroy them, but he's kind of just letting them skate through. I feel like he holds back now. A little bit, probably. He's probably afraid to lose. So that's why John Jones on cocaine. My number one, Vandalay Silva, the axe murderer. He, I'm pretty sure he showed up in, in your top list of uh, knockouts, too. He's Knockout artist. He's one of my favorite fighters of all time. When he was on steroids in Pride, he was unstoppable. <laughs> so, so once again, a caveat in order to be in the number one. If you want to put a little tidbit in there that he has to be on steroids, that's fine. But he was a badass fucking dude. He used to st- soccer kick people, fucking stomp on them. He would jump over them and stomp on their chin. He fucked dudes up in pride. Sounds more like you're describing someone with bad sportsmanship. No, because he won. 
He was great in Pride. He fucking destroyed Rampage Jackson twice. It's not about the rules. It's about if you win. Those were legal in Pride. You could do anything about eye gouge, bite, and headbutt. Can you bite penis? I don't think so. So not anything. I thought I said no low blows, but no low blows. No touching of the penis on purpose. Okay? Okay. That's my number one. Did we have a um, misconnection this week? If you don't have a misconnections, I have one that I saved from last week. Let's do it. When I decided against this one and went with the actual woodworking one again that wasn't sexual. Did you listen to it again and think of it sexually? No, I didn't. He's talking about like uncut white wood. White birch wood. He's not saying uncut. white wood. And he did... It wasn't sexual. Yeah. This one is sexual. He didn't want it. He didn't want it circumcised. This one is sexual, and he's looking to get back All into right. it. Okay. All right, right, right. Let, let he's looking it. to get back let, into it. Let, let me give you it here. And now, Rob, with this week's misconnection. This one's from Sturbridge, Massachusetts. And it's titled, Getting Back Into It. Just like Dr. Robert Doback, he always thought he'd come back to it. You can't come back to being a dinosaur. You were never a dinosaur, Robert. Well, this 30-year-old bi male is looking to get back into sucking. It's been a while, and he's craving it again. He would like to make a new friend for regular get-togethers, open to age. I prefer you host, but we can work something out. Very respectable. Uh, he, he comes across with the point he wants to make. Just trying to suck some dick. Yeah. He's just trying to get back to it. He's a little bit rusty. He's going to shake those cobwebs off. <sighs> Loosen up that jaw. I don't like this. <laughs> this fucking dude. Getting back into it like it's a long lost skill. Actually, it probably would be. Getting back. <laughs> I lost it, Rob. Forgot how to do it. Fucking disgusting. But Dad, you could never be a dinosaur. Anyway, you can catch us on freshoffthegrillpod at gmail.com. You can download the Anchor FM app. Leave us a viewer voicemail. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That'd be much appreciated. Word. Give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. You can DM us on there or on Facebook Messenger. Other than that, have a great weekend. Enjoy the fights. Adios. Peace. Gone rains down hooks upon May's face, narrowly escapes a god. Chopping rocks overnight. The nigga Biggie Smalls trying to turn into the black Frank White. We had the no dreads to change our description. Two cops is on the milk box missing. Show they toes, you know they got stepped on. A fist full of bullets, a chest full of Teflon. Kevin or Kelvin? Kelvin. His parents are fags. His parents are Mexican. 
Mexican is named Kelvin. and extermination of these snitches. Envious bitches, they still continue to pursue me. A couple of movies, now the whole world's trying to screw me. Even the cops tried to sue me. So what can I do but stay true? Sipping 22s of brewing now. The media is trying to test me. Got the press asking questions, trying to stress me. Misery is all I see, that's my mind state. My history with the police to shake the crime rate. My main man had two strikes slip, got arrested and flipped. He screamed thug life and empty the clip. Got tired of running from the police. Surprise, motherfucker. Give him the three piece with the soda.